0: All right, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. I've
1: been in the danger zone. We got a five. Minus five stars. Mango.
0: Huh? Yeah, five. We got a
1: five. Yes, Harvey. How much is this guy
0: by 21. Fuck
1: You know you gotta pay for that, right? Hey, come on. (laughs) Not okay! we got ourselves an X-Men fan. Maybe a quarter of it happened. And not like this. In the real world, people die. Logan. I don't want to talk about it. Logan. Just stop. Be careful. I need the girl. What her. Go get her. No. 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 you i am not whatever it is you think i am she needs our help someone to come along someone has come along
0: this is what life looks like people who love each other a home
1: You should take a moment. Feel it.
0: You still have time. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new edition of Am I Still on the Air? You know what it is, this is the spin-off show of Am I on the Air Where we take one particular subject And we break it down and we talk about it in great detail And it's time to get back to spoiler discussion And tonight it's the first spoiler review of 2017 We're talking about the number one movie in the world It's Logan So joining me tonight is one of my Red Dragons brothers From another mother, Mr. Geeky Pat What up man? What up Geek Nation? Geek Nation! They haven't heard that in a while. I know, what is, what is up? So welcome. Okay. Thanks for joining me tonight as we break down this awesome movie Logan, um for me the best movie of the year so far. I know we're only in March, <laughs> but uh you know, this is where we start keeping tally. It's starting to ramp up from here. Lots of big movies coming out this month into April and then May kicking off the summer movie season with Guardians. It's going to be crazy. But we got Logan right here, the final chapter for you, Jackman, portraying Wolverine. And uh, this is crazy, man. This was on my most anticipated list that we did back on our episode back in January. I think it made your top 10, too, right? It did. It just yeah. wasn't as high. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was definitely one of those movies that, you know, we saw big things coming for i know i was really more anticipated than you were as far as the trailers went um which was funny because i think when we did our most anticipated the second trailer dropped like the day after and you were like
1: damn because that was the trailer that got you stoked (laughs) yeah and and it probably would have changed this position for me if i had seen that trailer before because the first trailer just underwhelmed me but i always knew it was going to be a good movie But I just felt like it wasn't what I was expecting. And then that second trailer dropped, and I was like, oh, if I would have saw this, I would have moved up.
0: Yeah, man, you know, this... uh, We've been hearing about this movie for the last several years. We knew they were doing it. Hugh Jackman's been talking about this being his final role. Um Right after Deadpool came out and it was a massive hit, being an R rated comic book film that everybody was so scared to put out, and it made almost $800 million worldwide, Fox said, All right, we're doing something with this R rated stuff. And they allowed Hugh Jackman and director James Mangold to go out and make an R rated Wolverine movie. Um,. Some people were stoked at the idea. Some people thought, you know, oh, they're just capitalizing on the Deadpool thing. I thought it made sense for this character um, that they go this route. You know, we've always, I feel, have felt since the very first X-Men film that our Wolverine here has been toned down just a bit, you know. Um, I never really needed, like, the cussing or anything crazy, but at the same token... You know I've seen the x men comic books i've seen I've played the Wolverine video games, and this dude is fucking chopping people's heads off in the, in these in these contexts, so I thought it'd be cool to see a movie like that, and this is what we were gonna get so I'm reiterating one more time that this is the spoiler review, so we are gonna talk about the movie as if you've seen it. We're going to talk about the film beginning to end, everything in between, all the things we loved, didn't love, things we felt could have been better, where does this leave the X-Men franchise, um, but we will be talking in detail, this is spoiler filled, so once again if you haven't seen Logan, maybe just you know bookmark this episode, come back later and check it out after you've seen the movie, or if you don't care about spoilers and you just want to hear this review, more power to you. If you want to hear a spoiler free review, check out my latest episode of Am I on the Air, which is just titled Hurt. Uh, check out that episode, and you'll get the non-spoiler review. For how have you not seen this movie, though? I just, <laughs> I'm well, just saying. Yeah. You know, but we are in the first week of its release, so you know, I'll give people some time. I mean, I know, like, my brother-in-law, uh, I texted him earlier and asked him if he saw it, and he hadn't seen it yet. So, you know, there's some people out there that I know really want to see it that haven't seen it yet. So we'll, we'll give them a little bit of time. But once again, this is the spoiler review. So... We were promised an R-rated Wolverine And hell did we get an R-rated Wolverine um, Lots of speculation over the last year That this was going to be the Old Man Logan storyline And it definitely takes a little bit of elements from that But this is not Old Man Logan from the comic books uh, In any really which way or form, shape or form um, That comic is kind of all over the damn place And it uses a lot of characters that Fox does not have the rights to Almost so, all of them, pretty pretty much all of them, you know, like Hulk and Hawkeye and Spider Woman and all kinds of shit. Um, but uh, you know, but they took kind of that idea and just twisted it and kind of roll rolled with it. And so, well, Logan's old. So there you go. He's hella <laughs> old. Uh, he's definitely an old man, Logan, in this movie for sure. Um, I gotta say, just you know, I think what works really well for this movie, and really, I think. At the core of it when we talk about our emotional connection to the film and to the character Is just the fact that we've been on this ride with you Jackman for 17 years You know I don't know how many people put their head around that <laughs> You know I, I saw a meme earlier that was like We've had five Batmans and we've had three Supermans and we've had you know 3 Spidermans, and all this stuff, and it's like, but it's always been one Wolverine, you know, and and that has that goes to say something in this time of age when everything gets recast after a couple of
1: movies I mean the, well, he's the... an Olympian too, right I mean think about that <laughs> he's been he's played the same part for seventeen years and never once said, Oh, this is getting old or I need more money. No. He just took on every chance he had to be Logan for the fans' sake I mean, I'm sure he had fun doing it, but he said it multiple times it's cuz of the fans. Yes.
0: Completely. And that's why I love Hugh Jackman because he knows that his entire career revolves around this character. And that's not to say that you know nothing else he's ever done has been good because Hugh Jackman's been in a lot of great movies, but he knows it. He you know Hugh Jackman was this Australian, you know, theater actor, <laughs> you know, and no one knew who the hell this dude was. And he got an opportunity from Brian Singer to do that original X-Men movie. I, Which I was are...
1: pissed when I found out he was casted. <laughs> Tell me what? you weren't. I didn't know who this guy I, was. I, I didn't know he who he was. He super was super tall. I didn't see him as Logan at all. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and can't... now I'm like, I'm glad they casted him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know anybody. I don't think I've ever met anybody over the last 17 years that has said to me, you Jackman sucks as Wolverine. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard those words no. from anybody, you know, and which is rare in this day and age because everybody's <laughs> got something to hate on. Um, but you know, but we've never really had that with Wolverine. And the funny thing is, is if you go back in history to the original X Men film, Hugh Jackman was not the original guy that was signed to play to play Wolverine. It was an actor by the name of Doug Ray Scott, and Doug Ray Scott. Which I bet this dude cries himself to sleep every fucking night that he was not that, <laughs> that he's not Logan. Because where the hell is Doug Ray Scott at this
1: point? Um But he was on a crappier film, I think. I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but he like got stuck in another film, right? That's why he couldn't do it.
0: It yes. Um and I
1: wouldn't say a crappier film.
0: He was doing Mission Impossible two at the time. Um which I I, I love Mission food. Impossible. 2. So yeah, yeah,
1: it's so, good. Yeah, so But it didn't give him a long-lasting... <laughs> like
0: un- Logan would have. Unfortunately, no. And that's because he was playing the bad guy. Which, that, you know, bad guys don't do much other than, I think, typecast him. <laughs> you know, to always be bad guys in other movies. Um, Doug Ray Scott was filming uh, Mission Impossible 2 and was supposed to jump into the original X-Men movie. And he had to drop out. Due to scheduling conflicts The dreaded scheduling conflicts Um the shoot ran longer Than it was supposed to And he unfortunately had to drop out So they had to go on the search To find the new Logan and through searching Everything they found this Theater actor by the name of Hugh Jackman And I was like Okay that's an an Odd choice but he came on And he just Owned the role like unlike anything we've probably seen before i mean yes there was a lot of people bitching and complaining that he was too tall and he you know didn't wear the yellow costume and all this kind of stuff in the original movie but he me. he won he me hey there was a lot of people it wasn't just you i mean i i remember the the tall thing was the thing i heard the most was he's too big wolverine's short and stocky but um it worked it works so well. I connected so well with that character in yeah. the first movie, and I was like, "Who is this Hugh Jackman dude? This guy is going to be someone." And he went on to become one of my favorite actors. Man, I love this dude. Um, I, I just I think he's great in
1: everything he does. And um, I saw him in a cooking show that his wife does on on Hulu, and he was excellent. And he was just playing himself. So I mean, he's good at everything. Yeah. I mean the dude is excellent
0: um, And so he becomes Wolverine We get X-Men 1 We get X-Men 2 We get X-Men The Last Stand um, So we get that trilogy And then we think oh man it looked like They were kind of done with the X-Men franchise At that point point. Um, and then he got the solo X-Men Origins Wolverine movie Which I know a lot of people give a lot of grief to, but I think the movie's a lot of fun, and I dig it. There is a lot of problems with it, obviously, the Deadpool stuff and just kind of the direction they take a lot of the characters. But I thought it was a fun Wolverine movie. It was great to see Lee Schreiber as Sabretooth. And...
1: He's my favorite Sabretooth. Oh, I didn't by, like the other guy by, that much at all. By
0: far. Yeah, uh, the other guy looked more of the comic book version, but um, but not, you know...
1: It was kind of a parody versions. of the comic book version. It wasn't even like the, you know, like it was just yeah. an awful
0: character creation of him. Yeah, um, but we get that X Men Origins Wolverine movie, um, which was cool, and then um, the X Men series kind of gets a reboot. And they do X Men First Class, and he pops up in the cameo in First Class, which is one of the greatest cameos of all time of Professor X and Charles Xavier trying to recruit him and fuck off. (laughs) You know, it was like, oh shit, okay, okay. So he has his little cameo in First Class, and then we get the Wolverine, the second Wolverine movie where it's in Japan and the whole Silver Samurai thing. Really good X Men, uh, really good Wolverine movie at that point. Uh, especially the unrated director's cut Which is awesome It has more ninja fighting at the end um, It's it's uh, It was a fun movie And then we get Days of Future Past This awesome melding of The first class crew And then the original trilogy crew All pretty much held together By Logan and Professor X You know, bringing everything together in that movie Um even then, and then we go into X Men Apocalypse, and once again, we see the rebirth of Weapon X and just a short cameo kind of scene. But he kicks so much ass in Apocalypse, he doesn't even say one word in nope. that movie. But he comes out and he rips people to shreds, and it gave us a little taste of what we were about to get in Logan. And,
1: and again, they could have casted anybody, they didn't have to show him from the head up, they could have put that helmet on him longer. But he decided he was going to do that role. It had no lines and it was just him being Wolverine for the fans, which was awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean he just loves doing it for the fans. Like I said, he has come out and he has publicly said, Hey, if it wasn't for Wolverine, I don't know where my career would be. You know, I owe it all to Wolverine, and that's why he's come back time after time after time, seventeen years and like nine movies. I mean, even if you you know, you count the cameos, he has been in every single X Men film to date, which is Something you can't say for anybody else Um and then you got You know Patrick Stewart coming back As Professor X who he's you know Had this bond with Logan since the very first X-Men movie Through X-Men 1, 2 and 3 Once again um Days of Future Past Um even you know So um You bring that all back together And then now we have Logan set in The future in the year 2029 Logan is you know, when we find him in this film, he's just kind of down on his luck. He's a limo driver. He's all beat up to shreds. He's just, he's scarred from head to toe. It hurts when he pulls the blades out. I mean, the that first time he puts the blades out, only two of them come out all the way, and then that third one's like halfway coming out. Yeah, yeah. Which was like, oh, man, it, Ooh. Just, it hurts
1: so bad. And him bad. pulling it out later.
0: Yeah. Oh! It was like it hurt so bad But literally in the first five minutes of the movie These guys are trying to jack his limo And he's like come on guys just please Put it down I don't want no trouble And they shoot him and then you're like Oh hell these guys are about to Fucking die (laughs) And he gets up and just The claws come out and he's chopping People's arms off and you're getting That big violent rated R Wolverine and you're in the first five minutes And you're like okay here we go and um we find out that Professor X is Got dementia and he's having These seizures that basically c- Kill people And it hurts anyone In the vicinity um Caliban is there helping him out Which was kind of cool to see an older Caliban Because the only piece we've ever had of him was a little bit An apocalypse um played by a different actor at that point because it was in the 80s but, but i um, do like
1: this actor
0: yeah this was yeah this was steven merchant and he was playing caliban in this one and he was great um you know helping um logan take care of the alien professor x who they basically almost like a prisoner have locked up in this water tank kind of thing to kind of because of the metal and everything it kind of shielded uh, when he has the seizures and stuff a little bit and um Logan's just trying to do enough limo rides to save up enough money to buy a boat and basically drift off to the sunset with professor X um, until their dying days um but they they get kind of entangled with this little girl um to professor X is he he senses her and he says to Logan you know i i f- she's a mutant I, I feel it and Logan's like that's bullshit We haven't seen a mutant in 20 years You know like there are no more mutants Like stop it you're just an old man You're crazy you're senile And he's like no Logan I'm telling you she's a mutant And uh, of course we have the bad guy Donald Pierce who's half robotic And he comes with his Reavers and They basically want the girl of course And that first time You know you see it in the trailer when, When she's sitting there just eating her cereal And that dude comes in to Handcuff her and she's just like looking out the corner of her eye Like alright motherfucker you want a piece of me? <laughs> and uh Then you just see the outside shot of just Screams and gunshots and she comes Walking out with the damn head in her arms And throws the head down And the claws come out and Donald Pierce is like No, no, no <laughs> Like don't do it And uh they, The big fight ensues but when her claws Come out and they show that first look of Logan seeing that and he's like holy shit like she is a mutant, and she's got the claws like me, um, craziness, um, and and just awesome battles right there. Um, the movie goes through a lot of other stuff. I don't want to touch on every single story point, but you know we basically go into a road movie at this point and trying to get the little girl to the border where she says she can meet up with the other mutants that she knows and kind of be. Off to safety,
1: and we don't even know if it's true. We don't you have no idea.
0: We don't. She's a comic book fan, and this is something that's in one of the comic books. So Logan thinks it's bullshit, and he doesn't believe in it because he's like, "What? You're just reading this comic book. It's not real, you know." And it's an X Men comic book, which is funny with a with a you know suited up Wolverine <laughs> what, inside. What do you
1: say? Like some of this happened, but none of it like this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All that. Exactly. Maybe some of this happened, but nothing yeah. like this or something that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, so it was you know and then like i said and it's got a lot of twists and turns we go up all the way to the end um and we'll touch upon the big story points as we get into the things we love the things we hated um so let's talk just first of all just general impressions um, on top without getting into specific story points Just our general impressions um, I will say I absolutely love this movie Like I already said in the beginning This is my favorite movie of the year so far This was a 5 out of 5 for me If you've heard my latest Am I on the Air You know I how much I feel love this movie And I can't wait to see it a second time It's everything I wanted it to be um, It's gritty It's um, It's the most down to earth X-Men film of them all but it's just the most real, and it just clenches at your heartstrings. Like I said, I, th- I think the feeling I have with how much I'm emotionally invested into this movie is because I've shared this journey for 17 years with Logan and with Charles Xavier. Um, and man, did it grab me! I mean, I just remember like when the credits hit, I was stunned, and I didn't know how I felt, and I was sad, and I was heartbroken, and. I couldn't believe I wasn't going to get another movie with him down the road And uh, it was nuts man But my general impression overall is that they nailed it They killed it right out the park I'm so happy for them Um, I know how much... You Jackman and the director James Mangold wanted to do this final movie and make the movie they've always wanted to make. Because I know that there's things about the, you know, I know you Jackman was upset with the turnout of the original Solo X uh, Wolverine movie. I know that he, they were happy but not thrilled with how the second movie came out. They f- felt a little bit at the, you know, that movie's really great until the very end, then it gets very comic booky, and I think that that's what threw a lot of people off with that second movie. They really needed to three times the charm thing this year, and that's what they did, and I think they absolutely killed it. So my general impression is just absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Gonna throw it to you. What was coming out of that theater? We saw it together, opening <laughs> night in X D. It was awesome. What was your general impression walking out of this thing?
1: Oh, it was a it was a emotional roller coaster. It was more than I expected it to be. And I expect a lot out of it. So there's that's saying a lot. Um, even though there were some disappointments and some little things in there for me, uh, ultimately I definitely felt like, one, I was emotionally attached to a lot of the characters, mainly Charles and him. Uh, and when I looked at the movie, I kind of looked at the – The the grittiness from their point of view, even even less from the other characters, and even the the little girl X23. You just see it from like the whole movie kind of opens up in this slow, independent film-like thing, and there's never a moment of happiness really until near the end. So you have this beat-up, old, seen everything, killed a lot of people, Logan, and this and this i don't know you just see it from his point of view and you're and you're just kind of it's kind of like reminds me of like an old noir book or an old like you're just really attached to this guy and he's really kind of bitter but you you like you said we've seen him for 17 movies you you want to know how this is going to end of course i i really thought maybe there was only one way it was going to end in my mind but now that I'm thinking about it, the way that it ended was just really, really powerful. It was just a powerful movie. For I wouldn't call it a superhero movie, even. It, it, it. It's kind of a love story. It's kind of a, it's kind of a father son story. It's kind of a coming of age story. It's like this, yeah. this mixture of bags. And I didn't expect it to be any of that. I, honestly, I expected it to be him just cutting through reavers, and and that that happened a lot, but but there was more to it there was this underlying what's the word i'm looking for humanity i think there's this underlying humanity to the characters and to the story of logan and it's very much a logan story so anybody tells you otherwise they're not watching the same movie as i am because this really is about logan and it really to me is the perfect bookend to the to the series it's the it's the perfect ending like I don't want them to make another Wolverine movie. I almost, almost only want them recast it at this point. It was so good at the end, you know. Um, but you know they're gonna have to when they make new X Men movies. But it was, it was, it was. I guess in one word, the movie is beautiful. It's just emotionally and and even artistically beautiful. It's 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 more than what you would probably expect out of the last Logan movie. I got more out of it than I thought I ever would. Yeah, no, I I agree with you a hundred percent. It is a
0: great bookend I know like before the movie came out We've all chatted about You know Is it really his last one Will he come back What if it's just you know Him in in Deadpool 2 Or something like that After seeing this movie I don't know if I want him to pop up In anything else As much as I'd love to see him Pop up in a Deadpool 2 as Logan again
1: I don't almost, want it to. No. I, yeah,
0: I almost feel like it's it, too poetic. Takes away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, even though you could say it's an alternate timeline or the events of Deadpool happened obviously before Logan, it's still just there's something about it that I don't know, man. it's just because it, it does end on such a note that I know I was not expected. So let's let's get into the things we really loved about it. And for me, I gotta you know just start off first of all with the acting. I thought you Jackman was outstanding. I think this is the best he's ever been as Logan. Um, Me too. And that goes all the way around the board for Patrick Stewart. For Daphne Keene, who's the little girl that plays X-23. She was incredible. And 90% of the movie, she doesn't even say a damn word.
1: Yeah, it, it, I'm going to talk about that. It's it's powerful.
0: It is. I mean, she literally acts with her face. Like, just the way she looks and the way she glares at people. And just... The, just it It's crazy. Not a lot of people could do that, and especially not a lot of, like, 12-year-olds. So, I mean, you know, it's nuts. And especially when those claws come out and she fights. I mean, I haven't seen anything like it since Hit Girl in the original Kick-Ass movie. You know, I mean, it's just, it's 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 a wow kind of thing. So, I mean, the acting all the way across the board was great. Even the Donald Pierce character, who I was like, I don't know how I'm going to like this character, but I thought he was well, snarty he enough. He looked
1: corny and... in the trailer, but...
0: <laughs> Not in the movie. No, he was really good as, like, the antagonist. Like, he yeah. was this guy that you just wanted to see get his ass kicked. And he was just, he just came off great in in the role that he needed to play. So So, from an acting standpoint, this movie just crushes... All the way around, like we said, Caliban, Stephen Merchant did amazing as Caliban uh, as well. All the way up until his death when he, you know, they, they hurt him with sunlight. And then what does he say? He grabs the grenades and he's like, sunlight this, motherfucker. Like basically, it yeah, th- burn this. Yeah, throws the grenades and blows everybody up. That was a G way to go out. Um, but, you know, big moments in this movie. Seeing an X-24, the Wolverine clone. Holy crap dude Like you, Jackman With the shaved head And he's just All young and vibrant And just Killing motherfuckers And he kills Professor X He stabs him Right in the chest And you're like What? And then you find out It's this clone And I had no idea About that man Like that's something oh, they I'm so that. happy
1: They kept that hidden
0: They didn't spoil that shit In the trailer They didn't like Tease anything about it I was like An X-24 That's crazy you know and uh so that was incredible seeing wolver the older wolverine take on his younger wolverine um was nuts uh let's talk about like I said the violence for me was a highlight I mean not to just be gruesome but I mean every time he shoved a claw through somebody's skull I kind of cheered a little inside (laughs) Like I just thought it was so cool To be seeing blades come in one side of the face And out the other side of the face I mean you know even like When uh, the X-24 clone Gets smashed up against the tractor By the guy that they're they're at the family's house um, And he smashes him Into the tractor and just like half his face Is like mangled and it, It was crazy and I'll say man I give this movie props for just Going places you wouldn't think it would go when they're at that family's house to have dinner, and that and the family gets attacked by the clone, I can't believe they killed the kid. They killed the wife. They fucking, like, like, you never see shit like that in movies. Like, it, the kids always get away. So the fact that he just slashed that kid in the hallway like that, I couldn't believe it. Like, and Xavier,
1: he didn't. Well, I mean,
0: Xavier. Like, I could. That's a bullet point. That's just you know. That's just part of the movie. But to me, it was stronger killing the the kid and the wife that were these innocent, nice people that were like, "Hey, come on over to our house and have dinner because you helped us with the horses," you know, like like. In most movies you just don't see a family get murdered like that. massacred
1: yeah. yeah
0: and like I said especially a kid so the fact that they that son got murdered that way um, and, you know, the dad. I mean, that whole family died.
1: What really sucks, too, is they draw you into this family. Like, you like them. Yeah. It's like they're not really, like, throwaway characters where – It's one of the only moments took in the – time life. for you to develop a – like, oh, that kid gave his iPod to her. Oh, look, they're, they're really nice people. Oh, he's going to go help the dad. So you're drawn into this, like, oh, they're going to help each other kind of moment. And then they just slaughter them all. And you're like, what the hell? Like, you cared. If it would have been like they just met him on the road and then they, like, saw a scene with them and he killed everyone – You'd have been like, eh. But, yeah. It, yeah, it was really kind of a
0: powerful scene. It's one of the only moments in the movie where people smile is during that dinner.
1: <laughs> you know? That was one of the happy moments yeah, I was, was talking about. It yeah. was like there was a moment of of happiness for everybody. And it was still kind of a jaded happiness because Logan wanted to leave, but he could see it. You know, right. you well, felt Logan,
0: it. Logan wanted to leave, obviously, because he was worrisome that they were going to find them, you know, and he didn't want to put anybody else in danger but, um, you know but uh so i mean so the, the way that that all went down i'll tell you one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie is the seizure that charles has in the, in the hotel casino and logan is got a claw into the walls to get there and he's and he's moving through the walls and yeah. all the guards are standing there with guns frozen And slowly Logan just goes up to each and every one of them And just slashes them right in the face And just kills them all And they can't do anything about it That very first guy, if you watch closely That's at the door He can't move But when Logan gets close to him You see the guy's eyes Like kind of roll over Because he sees Logan coming And he's like Oh, fuck (laughs) And he knows what's about to come and that claw goes right through his skull and you know and he's chopping people down in this weird slow motion kind of way as everybody's frozen from Charles's um you know seizure it's it's an incredible scene but you know going back to yeah Charles gets murdered it's super sad you called it in the trailer you know you were like Charles is dead (laughs) in that scene he's getting buried Yep. And, and unfortunately, that was true. He was. I, I thought it was too obvious. I was like, nah, nah, I can't be. But it was. And that, that's, a, that's a hard scene, man. Especially the way, once again, the acting. The way Hugh Jackman plays that scene. He's got the shovel in his hand. He's shaking. He's so emotional. He's just basically lost his father. And, yeah. and it's just, it's devastating, you know. And then X23's there and she grabs his hand. It's a, a fucking sad ass moment. And so you're like, damn! Like even though you pro- went into this movie thinking it was probably a 99% chance that Professor X is gonna get it in this film, it was still mind blowing when it
1: actually even, happened. Even really? when he like grabs him, and he's like, it wasn't me! It wasn't me! You know, yeah. like he wanted him to know that it wasn't him that did it. Cause, yeah. yeah, it was just it was emotional, dude. I was like, no! <laughs> and I and I called it, and I was like, no!
0: Yeah, I I mean, just nuts. Um, the whole fight at the warehouse when they first go on the run is just outstanding And of course the battle in the woods um, when they come to get um, the girl again And it's the end when the, after they've already met up with all the other mutants that were being experimented on And they're all on the run And Logan takes his little serum juice and he goes young again for about four minutes And just really goes berserker on everybody That was great but um, then once, and then the way that they took out the doctor, I forget the doctor's name, but he's like talking to Logan, and Logan just shoots him in the face
1: with no remorse, no, no remorse, thought. dude. Like
0: it was, it was like Deadpool taking out Ajax at the end there. <laughs> you know, like it's like you, you're like, is this coming right now? And it's, it's nuts. Um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. that was like, it went really silent there for a second, which I haven't heard the whole time. Um, Got me nervous. I was like, oh no, we lost him. Um, So yeah, so he just shoots the doctor who's basically been experimenting on everybody. Now I've heard rumors supposedly that that dude's supposedly Stryker's son. Is that something you took away from that? Not at all. Yeah, I see didn't like I didn't either, all. but I've heard several people say that that was William Stryker's son, which of course William Stryker's the one that did the experimentation on Logan and made him
1: give it gave him the antimanium. I mean I kinda of remember something about no, I don't remember that. Maybe I I mean that was such a tactic scene. It was hard for me to keep all the so I don't know. Did he mention that 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 his dad worked in the work or something? I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah, same thing, man. I couldn't catch everything.
0: That's why I want to see it a second time. But I just just since I've since we watched the movie, I've watched a lot of other reviews and listened to things, and that's just something I've heard come up a couple times that that was the connection was that that was Stryker's son, basically continuing the you know experimentation mm-hmm. and his father's legacy kind of thing. Um so who knows but this dude gets shot in the face no remorse and just it was awesome um our donald pierce character gets basically molted into the ground by one of the mutants who can like control the earth um that shit was crazy
1: um, i think they were all attacking him at once with all their powers yeah. remember yeah it was, nuts, <laughs> man. It was then... like the proverbial like gangster stomp but with powers because <laughs> it was all like from up view Watching yeah, the new man, powers on watching them.
0: Watching the grass grow over them and like falling yeah. the ground and stuff. It was, it was cool. It was cool, it was, like,
1: it was like mutants being mutants again for the first time in a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that little girl with the ice powers, She that dude grabbed her and she froze his arm and then chopped it off. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it was but, awesome. I mean, there was some cool-ass like things there with those kids, man. The, the, there's your new mutants right there, <laughs> is that group of kids.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, of course it ends up with another big battle of X-24, the clone- Bootleg Wolverine at that point who comes out uh, Starts fighting with Logan again Which now Logan the serum that he had used had worn off So he was all back to aging and stuff One of the things I thought was really cool That was kind of a subtle thing that they dropped Was that the reason he was kind of dying And he couldn't regenerate as much anymore Was that the Animantium was poisoning him yeah, Like, it was literally killing him from the inside out. Over the years. Yeah, of just being in his body so long. Like, it was messing with his healing factor uh, because he, he should have been in great shape. And, but, he you know, that's what was causing him, you know, like, when he got shot in that beginning scene and he's in the bathroom and he's like, and then the bullets popped out. He's like, pushing the, hard. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's crazy, like, to see him like that because you're just so used to, like, him getting, you know, shot and just immediately, like... <laughs> sealed you know and uh so that w- that was nuts um you know so this awesome battle between the two wolverines at the end um and then our wolverine our old man logan gets smashed up against a tree and basically impaled by the tree um and you're like oh fuck cuz i don't know how he's going to survive that fucking thing <laughs> and uh you know and uh I can't even remember right now. My mind's spacing. Like, what the hell happened to the clone Wolverine?
1: Uh, he got shot in the head with the antimantium oh,
0: bullet yes. by by X twenty three. Yeah. So he's so yeah. Logan's been carrying around an antimantium bullet for pretty much most of his life, and to kill himself. Uh, to kill himself. Yeah, at some point. And um, you know, so X twenty three puts it in the gun and and shoots the uh, fake Wolverine. Uh, yeah, and blows his half his fucking face off. Um, But at this point, it's too late. Wolverine's been impaled by the tree. And uh, she kind of, like, chops it down trying to get him out. But it's too late. And he's dying. And um, I was holding it together pretty well. Yeah, me Um,
1: too. Even when he called her his daughter, I was just like, I'm good. I'm still good.
0: You know, so we're sitting there and we're like, okay, okay. They had mentioned, you know, in a roundabout way earlier in the movie that, x-23 was his daughter because of the experimentation they used his genes his genetics and and created her and that she was his daughter um they don't talk much in the movie they don't get along much in the movie but he's dying there and she's like no no and she's crying and the second she said daddy Uh, i
1: lost it i lost it
0: i lost it she's like i was like she's like no daddy no daddy no and, yeah. and Wolverine fucking dies at the end of this movie And I could not believe it I was like wow they're really going out hardcore on this film oh, we've, so lost, sad. we've lost Charles, we've lost Logan And and I know in the back of our minds we're all thinking He's just going to come back right yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he died for a minute in the Wolverine movie <laughs> But yeah. he came back right Like it happens He He always dies at some point and comes back right uh, no, unfortunately, the next scene he's been buried by all the kids, all the mutants. Um, I love that the little black boy mutant had a toy Wolverine in his hand. That was awesome <laughs> uh, with the with the yellow costume, and um, you know, and there's a cross, a, a stake, you know, the cross stake on the front of the um, grave site, and <laughs> oh, X, the head the headdress. The headdress, and yeah. X23 takes it out and turns it sideways, which basically made the X. And I was like, "Oh, that's so awesome Yeah, it was And they walk off into the sunset And this fucking movie's over And I was just like, oh my god Like, what did we just see? What just happened here? Professor X is dead Logan is dead Um, An emotional movie A heart-wrenching of a movie Um, It's crazy, dude But he protected her, he got her where she needed to go And... It was just nuts, man. What yeah. a hell of an ending. Gutsy fucking ending for them to... You know, in this day and age, everybody's looking to sequels. Everybody's looking for what's next. Yeah. And they literally made this movie saying, we're fucking done.
1: <laughs> and they One won- of the things I love about the movie is how final it is. how The finality of all of it. The finality of, of the character being played by, by Logan. The finality of... Because we now know Charles uh xavier will never be played at least by uh patrick stewart again he retired from the the role and so it gave this finality to these two characters and it was just a beautiful ending in a way even though it was horrible how they died but it gave this different feeling that i haven't had in a movie in so much longer like you said there's always like the even like what we see what was it the uh the Resident Evil supposed to be the last one. It was like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> it's like just this, and this one had none of that. It was like done.
0: I still don't trust prof- um, <laughs> uh, Patrick Stewart. I feel like that dude is totally by the paycheck. So they're like, hey, Charles. Because the funny thing is, is, is Patrick Stewart like two weeks before the movie came out was like. Just because you's done doesn't mean I'm done. <laughs> and, then the yeah. mo- and then the movie comes out, and he's like, yeah, I'm retiring too. This is my last one, like you, Jackman. you know. And I'm like, all right, cool, that sounds good. And then literally like two days after that, he's like, hey, if they want me in Deadpool, I would love to come be in Deadpool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so So he's open to the shit. He's even offered to cameo on the Legion show on FX because obviously that's about his son. And he yeah. said, "Call me. I'll make a cameo if you guys want me on the show." So he's even willing to be Professor X on TV if you if they want him. So you, <laughs> you know he loves the character. I know he thinks like, "Let me go out on top," like you Jackman. But you know, Patrick yeah. Stewart, he loves his money. So you know, if they they show him the dollar dollar, he'll be back. I'm sure because um, yeah, he so. he he said, "I'd I'd love to be in Deadpool." <laughs> so you know, he he's he's a crazy dirty old man. So. Um That would be hilarious. Um, So, yeah, so I mean, those are the big key highlights for me that just left me emotionally attached. The action scenes that I love, the emotional scenes that I loved also, but killed me on the inside. Obviously, for me and Geeky Pat here, we're fathers of little girls. And so to see, Uh. you know, especially like for me, I have a three year old. So, I mean, so hearing her say, Daddy, Daddy, I'm like, ah, you know, so it just, it murdered me on the inside. Um, that he'll never get to see his little girl grow up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, amazing stuff. So let me let me throw it over to you. The big highlights for you when when you came out of this. Well,
1: I mean, obviously the action was great. Um, I would say that it, I would almost say it was the best action I've seen out of a Wolverine. It was it was. Ugh, I I, I kind of wish they toned a little bit of the gore down but it was still really good um i kind of went in thinking that's how it was going to be anyway though but it was that like from the limo scene to the last scene i know peeps didn't like that it was kind of the same fighting but in the comic book that's kind of what he does anyway he does the same stuff the for me it was quintessential wolverine and it was that it was it was even plausible wolverine like he didn't really go berserk till he took the staff. His is being old, like the fact that he would he had enough uh, Charles Xavier in him to go. Look, we shouldn't. I don't want to hurt you. Just leave the lug nuts. You're stripping them. The chrome. Please just leave. You know he had this humanity to him. He had this. He was a different person than what we're used to seeing Wolverine. You could tell he's been changed. And then you know what they, I got
0: to say real quick about that was a yeah. part, part that was funny was when they go to shoot the car. And he yeah. jumps in front of the bullets.
1: Yeah. To he's like, not... no. yeah, he's
0: like, no, not the car. And he yeah.
1: actually gets
0: shot trying to protect the limousine.
1: That was I It was genius. Comedy genius. But uh, but you saw that the, the humanity. And I think that my favorite part about this movie was Wolverine's this killer. He's a stone cold killer. He has no problem. He's a weapon X. He's built to kill. To see that there was this fundamental change in him from his relationship with Charles Xavier. And that's my favorite part of this movie is this relationship he has got with Charles Xavier. And it isn't even a perfect relationship. It isn't like they're not bickering or they're not – like they're always – you know. it seemed like an old son and this old dad who has the sickness and the son's burden with taking care of him but he loves him so much he's going to do it. They're just – they're like, just shut up and take your pills. Just shut up and take your pills. You know, like – it was it was it was a, it was a it was a oddly beautiful relationship and an oddly uh like if you would have told me in the beginning that this is the relationship they would have at the end i would have laughed at you but it was it was real it was enduring it was it was this it, it's what made when charles died so impactful to me not so much that charles died but that, that wolverine was going to have to deal with the fact that charles just got killed by wolverine essentially you know, and then when he comes in and, and totally blows me away when he's like, "It wasn't me. I promise you, it wasn't me." Like, like he had to have Charles know that, and and it was just, it was just very a powerful relationship and a powerful uh, moment. And then to have that like a, a father son figure, then it was also this guy who's trying never wanted a kid, um, or always took these girls like Rogue under his his, his wing and tried to kind of mentor her. And now he's got this girl. And this is what's beautiful about her performance. It was so minimal that everything she did was maximized. So because she didn't say much, because she didn't do – it was almost like Spock – because he didn't have many lines, because he couldn't show so much emotion that people thought he was a very blank character. But if you really watch Spock, everything he does is that much magnified. When he smiles, it's impactful because because you never see him smile. And it was with same thing with her. Everything was so minimalized and so so minute in her in her actions in her acting. But 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 when it came to when she had to act, like you said, the facial expressions. Anytime those facial expressions came out, it was a huge thing. Like I don't even know an adult that could probably do as well as as she did as this character. Um, when she went berserk and killed people, it, you would normally think this is out of place. I mean, the Kick-Ass, that little girl killing people, was a shock to me. It was out of place. When this girl did it, it was like uh, it reminded me of Wolverine. It reminded me of like, well, she was built to be this weapon, but like It was like her first instinct because she came from this place and like there's that scene. Here's a good example. She's this little girl, just this happy little girl stealing potato chips and she's looking at the pink sunglasses and it's a very little girl moment. And then boom, she turns into the weapon and you don't really get to see that in the trailer because they they, for some reason don't have her claws in the trailer. But she pulls her claws out. It was really just to rip this guy in half and it was such – everything she did was so powerful because she had so – I don't know how to explain it. It was just so minute, all her other stuff. Dude, I don't even think she spoke English. In, oh, she did. Like four times I think she spoke English near the end. Uh, when he's like, you speak English, you can speak or whatever. Uh, but like for most of the movie, what would you say, Don? 90% of the movie, yeah. not n- hardly any words.
0: Oh, God, yeah. She doesn't speak to the last, what, maybe 15 minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. And 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 even then it it's awkward. And then it's, then it's like, okay, Spanish,
0: you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when they have that scene, that's an excellent scene though when they're in the yeah. Jeep, when they're in the Jeep together and she starts speaking Spanish to him and he's like, "You could talk?" And she's like, "Yeah." And and she starts speaking to him and he's like, "No, I'm not taking you there." And she starts slapping him in the face and hitting him and he's like, yeah. "Stop hitting me." You know? <laughs> and and like yeah. but you get this dynamic between them, you know, and she's like, uh-huh. "Wake up, man. Like I'm trying to help you. You need to help me." get me to safety, you know, this is where I need to go, I need to go here, you know, and then he's like, fine, I'll take you, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, is it it, again, she, I don't know an adult who could act as well as she did in this movie, because there takes a lot of, it takes a lot of uh, skill to be able to just minimalize your character, but still be one of the main characters, uh, especially when you have Wolverine, who's, who's brash and he's he's throwing it out there as he is and even charles xavier is kind of in your face brash and a little bit kind of different and then you have this little girl who's a little girl but then not and like to play that part at her age i mean good on her i mean really she did an amazing job but i think it's the relationships that are in these and that probably makes it so great for me. It wasn't just this hack and slash, which is kind of what I wanted going in, and I felt guilty afterwards because it would have been such a horrible movie if they would have gave me what I wanted. If it would have been Wolverine, like his final revenge or whatever. But instead they gave us this beautiful tale of of relationships and this ending, the end, the end of this story we've been hanging on to in this old Logan and this very old Xavier and then this fresh new girl like the last hope of mut- mutants and the last hope of mutant kind was these children and and it gives you this almost parent movie it's almost like you know what do we do we get old and we 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 try to pass on all the scars and all the pain and all the things and sometimes we get bitter and and even with the way we treat our parents sometimes isn't the way we would want their kids to treat us and 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 then there's this rebellious teenager and then there's this whole new life and it just gives you this movie gives you that almost love parenting story but with people's skulls being split open so you got that coolness too Uh, I think I think that's what's my favorite part about I mean the action definitely is what I came to see but the surprise in the humanity and the caring and the relationships of this movie It was just – it was phenomenal. And like you said, when I left, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know how I felt about it exactly. Um, And not like like Gone Girl where I was like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Not like that, but more like, wow, did they really just hit me with this big emotional punch to the chest in the middle of a Wolverine movie? And like I said, I've never thought I would leave Logan saying that was a beautifully artistic – movie and it had so many meanings meaning to it not just violence I mean there was that but almost that to me even the violence seemed like it was secondary to the acting and the characters and the story and the each actor taking so much care to the character they were playing uh with with a few exceptions that I had problems with Xavier a little bit but I get what you're saying but it was hard for me um it was just beautiful expect this movie to be beautiful in a good way not like La lot of the Land garbage but like beautiful
0: yeah very much so all right well let's shift on over to the negatives i know you'll have more to say than i do <laughs> but um it sounds like i'm done yeah i don't <laughs> you know i honestly it's gonna get to me nitpicking to even come out with negatives um I, you know I know our boy friggin said the movie was flawless. I, I'm pretty much no. there with them I, I I do for for what I expected and what I got, it gave me everything I really truly pretty much needed in this movie um, for me you know and everybody's got their own their own take. Um, the only thing that I wish this movie had a little bit more and they hint in the movie that maybe Professor X killed all the X-Men with one of his seizures. Um, that's kind of the takeaway I got from it. I wish we would have gotten a more decisive explanation Agreed. of what the fuck happened. Agreed. Um, it feels weird to me that we were in a future that really had zero mutants other than Professor X, Caliban, and Logan.
1: Or that... barely any mention of the X-Men except for the comic book.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really, really weird because we've all seen all the other X Men movies, and every time he uses Cerebro, there's
1: thousands billions. upon <laughs> thousands,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, if not millions of mutants in the world. So even if he had a massive seizure and he killed a couple hundred people around him, all the X Men were murdered. All the mutant, where did all the fucking mutants go? I mean, well, they kind of wish...
1: said Caliban. Was a Caliban? No, it was the scientist. He kind of said he used food and and stuff to start genetically altering them to die. So I kind of thought it was like uh, they were breeded out. Like, like yeah, the, the yeah. I,
0: mean, I yeah. I kind of got that too. That basically like, but how, how did nobody, they all die? Nobody was like, born with the genetic mutation gene anymore. You know, so there was no new mutants.
1: Yeah. But, but what happened to the old ones? Did the they all just get hunted down? down?
0: Exactly. Like. You know, you didn't mention like all the Sentinels came back or like anything like that to explain. To and me see, that would have I mean, made sense. What the hell happened? Yeah, I mean, so uh, for me, I just wish I would have gotten a little bit more explanation. I wish we would have even even if it was just a little bit of name drops of Gene and Scott, there, you know, like what happened? Um, I, but I have a feeling he had a massive seizure at the mansion at the mansion, and basically wiped out everybody that was there. Um, and Wolverine was probably the only one that could withstand it because of his healing ability. Um, I, I once again, I'm nitpicking. I would have liked to maybe have seen a couple other X-Men in this film, even just kind of, if they just popped into a scene here or there. Um, I would have appreciated Jean or even Scott um, popping up at some point. Uh, of them being on the run as well, and they need their help, you know, in one of us, one of us scenes or something like that. Even if it was just in a cameo aspect, I just wish it was a little bit more for that closure aspect. Um, but once again, I'm really digging at this point. Uh, 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 other than that, I don't think I even re- I have anything to really complain about. I know I was a little saddened because there was all kinds of rumors. And everything when they started making this movie that Mr. Sinister was supposed to be the bad guy in this film. There was no Mr. Sinister in this fine movie. So I don't know what happened to that. I don't know if that was like in the original script and then they dropped it because it maybe would have felt too out of place because of how grounded the movie was. Possibly was very grounded, yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm thinking back on how this movie turned out, would a Mr. Sinister have worked in this film? Probably not. Um i have a feeling that you know i i think that was the original idea because that's how the stinger is at the end of x-men apocalypse um is the whole essex company taking wolverine's blood and all that kind of stuff which you know leads to this kind of stuff but um i think they just turned it into that doctor at the end of the day and got rid of the <laughs> got rid of mr sinister but um like i said, forgot
1: about that too you said it just out that, yeah. that he was supposed to be in the
0: movie so like i said other than the whole x-men thing um of have me just a little bit more of an explanation i would it would have been cool for them to like go past the mansion one more time maybe have you know professor x collect a couple things
1: <laughs> or uh, yeah they needed something yeah to like get on, where on they the were road going. trip
0: he was like logan you have to stop at the mansion real quick i need, I need something you know And it was just like a picture of the family back in the two thousand together or something.
1: Something, yeah. You
0: know, it would have been a cool little moment to tie the whole thing together.
1: But the movie was long enough.
0: (laughs) It it was almost two and a half hours, so I mean. um, But yeah, but like I said, I'm stretching at this point. That's all I pretty much got. I'm
1: going to throw it to you. I want to start off saying that I really enjoyed the movie. So (laughs) what I'm going to say isn't me saying, don't go see this movie. Go see this movie. See it more than once. It's it's worth seeing. Don't take your small children. But take your older children. I did. Uh, I, I had the noticeable absence of a real villain hurt this movie for me. I think it was the biggest complaint I had. There's, uh, there's, there is there's really – the surprise Wolverine villain at the end was nice. A Wolverine character at the end was nice. What was the X-24? Um, but it, it, it almost – was like they needed to fill that void anyway with something, and that's what they picked. Um, And maybe it's because, like, I didn't even think about that. Maybe it's because they had Mr. Sinister in mind, and then they removed him and had to come up with something. Well, they even had teased
0: that maybe Sabretooth was going to come back in this movie.
1: Yeah, something.
0: there was a lot of teasing between Lee Schreiber and Hugh Jackman when they started filming. And so that would have even been cool for him to run into Sabretooth one last time, you know?
1: Yeah, or even if the Sabretooth would have wanted to kill each other or something. Yeah. But uh, it it, can't, it came down to me that that's probably the the biggest flaw of this movie. Um, he cuts through a million faceless soldiers, uh, you know, the nameless, faceless guys I didn't care. Matter of fact, I couldn't tell if they just reused guys when they die. I couldn't tell. They all looked alike so much. Uh, they could have just used the same guy w- with a beard and they shaved his beard and g- let him go fight again. I wouldn't have known. Uh because it was just so quick when they killed everybody, they barely got to see them before they died. It, 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 that was a little monotonous because, again, there was a noticeable absent of a real villain. Uh, I would say that the the leader was somewhat of a villain, but he was never really felt threatening to anybody but Caliban. And. Uh, But although it does make Caliban's sacrifice that much more important because if he didn't kill himself, they would have just been able to keep hunting them and keep hunting them and keep hunting them. So he was willing to die so they couldn't hunt him anymore. You know, I mean, it was relentless. Uh, Yeah, he
0: was the tracker, man. They had to get rid
1: of him. Yeah, and so that was like a powerful scene because he was like – I mean, he didn't have to kill himself. He could have just kept helping them. They would have stopped torturing him eventually if he would have just gave in. Um, but he was just like, you know what? This is never going to end for this little girl. It's never going to end for Logan. And, and I just, I'm going to end it right here. So they can't use me anymore as a weapon, uh, of a tracker. I mean, to, to find them. I, I think, that's probably my biggest complaint would be the lack of a major villain in this movie. Uh, someone to really latch on and hate. I didn't even really hate the, I, had a, I never really even hated the guy who was hunting her because it felt like he was just doing his job. The scientist kind of came off douchey, but not really enough villainy, you know? Like, he tried to be like, well, these guys are weapons, but they're beautiful. And it was like, you know, like he just came off like a douchebag, but like he was obviously easy, going to be easy to kill. And so the really only obstacle in Logan's way was young Logan right x24 and so the, it, we i knew that's how it was going to come down to those two guys uh and so it's kind of fitting that the movie's called Logan and he kills himself in himself in the movie so I decided like that. I'm, Charles Xavier cussing, it's a small thing, and and I can get it, what you're saying, and I totally get that he had dementia and all that.
0: Well, go ahead. But Ex- explain your point. No one You're saying like I said, but we haven't explained to the audience where our discussion is.
1: So, from. I don't feel like it's in character for for Charles Xavier to be dropping F-bombs. Maybe a little of the other cuss words, but he dropped F-bombs a couple times, and... Every time he did it, it just felt odd to me. It felt wrong. It felt out of character. Um I do get what you're saying. Like he has dementia, he just killed a bunch of people. But it wasn't even the, the dimension time when he was in dementia where he was like didn't know who he was or anything that caused him to cuss. It was when he was in his in his moments of clarity, in his moments of understanding that he was doing it. Uh I kinda felt like they were just using the ability for him to cuss as a as a as an explanation mark or a shock factor. And uh, I just didn't like it. Uh... Yeah, so, I mean,
0: I know, so for, you know, the people that don't hang out with us, this was a major subject of conversation the other day, um, was Pat, you know, Geeky Pat's feelings about Professor X cussing and it being kind of out of the norm. And my take on it was, and and believe me, going into the movie, that was, an, that was an issue I thought I would have. I Because you my, have
1: that one trailer where he does it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it felt weird in the trailer. It did. It, it did. Yeah. It felt very weird in the trailer. And I said, ah, that's going to be a little odd if they're just having him cuss for the sake of cussing.
1: And I kind of thought it was just going to be in the trailer, to be honest. I, I thought it was going to be one of those things that wasn't going to be in the
0: movie. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, it is going to be weird to have our good old Professor X cussing in this movie. But... After seeing the film and seeing the way that it plays out and seeing where Charles's state of mind is at in this film, when we first see him, he's basically a prisoner. He's being held in this like water shed. He's He's totally out of his mind. He's wheeling around his wheelchair and he's singing songs and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's like he's like you know, and he yells at Wolverine and he's like. He's like Logan. Just let me be. Like, just like stop babying me. Like, let you know. Like, and he he hates where his life is at at this point. And I can see him getting that grumpy old man syndrome <laughs> that I like to call it sometimes. That you know we've all had that uncle or grandfather or somebody that they just some old people just don't give a fuck. And I think Charles has reached his I don't give a fuck attitude by the end of this movie to where. He's a different person, man He's, di- he's dying, basically He's having the c- seizures He needs to be medicated all the damn time Who knows what the hell that's doing to him And it just, to me, it clicked It made sense, it never felt odd Or weird for me To hear him drop an F-bomb Like, it just, it made sense Based on where this dude was at At this point of time In his life you know, yes, this is a guy that normally would never have done this in all those other years and all those other movies that we've seen with him. But at this point, in this time and space, it made sense to me. So, I I got it in it click for me. And and it's interesting how it made you feel.
1: It just made made me feel odd. I and mean, when Wolverine cussed, it didn't bother me at all. Or any of the characters. Every time he said a bad word, it... Mm-hmm. it He's the best of us he's the guy with the idea he's the guy with the dream he's the Martin Luther King uh, that's who they modeled him after and, and they modeled Magneto after Malcolm X and the mutant community and, and it just took something from him from me um, I just didn't like it I, I'm not even saying that it was acted badly or that other I, like I told you I feel like I see other people watching this movie and coming at it from the exact point of view you're seeing it and it makes sense but it just didn't resonate with me it didn't fit right with me through the whole movie and i'm sure there'll be people who agree with me mm-hmm. as well but but it, it, it it's just something that took a little away from the movie from me is all i'm saying and uh i i know i'm not even saying it didn't it wasn't good for the story i mean i didn't feel like it was necessary but i, I can see where it added to what you're saying, like the age of him and the, and the place where he was at. And I could see where they thought that was important, but it just never sat right with me. The whole movie when every other scene seemed wonderful. It seemed Mm -hmm. very much like that. And then when that scenes hit, it was just like, Oh, every time. Um, so that's like the big second thing that, that really bothered me would be that one. Uh, and, 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 and I, at that, at this point now I would just be nitpicking, but, uh, I felt like the whole Wolverine wanting to kill himself, uh, and I'm not like peeps where they, they just said it too many times. I, I just don't feel like he would ever have told anybody. I feel like he would have just kept that to himself. I and and him coming out and saying, I kept it to kill myself. I just that just didn't it seemed odd to me. Um, why would you tell your daughter that anyway, if you really saw her as your daughter? I mean I don't think I'd ever I tell my I daughter. I don't
0: think he did at that point be honest what when he when he told her that i don't think that he was he had that connection with her
1: oh you don't think he accepted it See, that makes yeah. a little more sense to me i guess
0: i don't think he <laughs> accepted it till he was dying at <laughs> the very yeah. end he was very he was very negative about that whole thing the whole time
1: yeah well, you know, it just seemed odd to me maybe because i was looking at it from a different point of view but yeah. it it, it, it me. i don't see wolverine as run i mean i could see him thinking it i can totally see him thinking it i could even see him maybe telling charles but I don't see him telling anybody else. And so when he said, okay, I was keeping it, and the way he flippantly said it, okay, yeah, I was keeping it to kill myself, I felt like he would have just let it hanging there that he knew she knew and he knew he knew. I felt like that would have been a more powerful moment instead of just kind of coming out and telling the audience, yeah, you, you, what we've been saying this whole time is this bullet's here to kill me. Um, and I think it was really more just so that we can be distracted from the bullet and not go, obviously go, that's how he's going to kill X-24. I think they wanted to make more meaning behind the bullet. So I feel like it was a story MacGuffin kind of, a story element that they needed to use – you know,
0: well they had it, to talk about the bullet, so it made
1: sense at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. I don't feel like it was actually. <laughs> it was a MacGuffin. <laughs> I, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that was my only other problem. And again, I'm now at this point <laughs> nitpicking. I'm not saying that it didn't fit in. It just, it was odd. It was. You could tell it was like them explaining something to me at that moment because it didn't seem like something like Wolverine would do. And 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 really, that's there was. I would say there was a couple minutes in that movie where I was maybe a little bit bored um but i can't even remember what they were now so it's not even worth <laughs> really bringing it up but i know i was thinking come on get the story moving a little bit more uh you Let's know
0: see i never thought it slowed down like at all
1: I, I felt like it did i think i think if i watch it again i'll actually be able to pinpoint those moments <laughs> uh, but uh but it, but it was but when it picked back up you kind of forgot about it because it was it was just such a great ride it was such a and i and I, I don't mean that punny because it was a lot of ride, driving, but i mean that as like I, when i walked when I locked into this movie, the story sucked me right in, and not because of the violence, just like the, the it was almost like I had an instant connection of with Wolverine from the moment he woke up in that limo, like, because I guess you're right 17 years of relationship with the guy you know, yeah. story, <laughs> I had an instant connection, I knew the guy <laughs> yeah, I knew, I, I felt like, yeah, this is the Logan I expected to see, this is the he's drunk in the back of the seat yeah. and now yeah. he gets drunk because he can't heal as fast if, and... you, if you had done this movie and it was First. the second
0: time you so, Jackman had like, ever been Wolverine what? you'd be like, whatever, like, you, you wouldn't yeah. have cried at the end, you wouldn't have cared yeah. Really, it's the fact that we've been on this journey with him and Charles for literally 17 years through multiple movies. That's what makes it powerful.
1: And it's, I thought about this the other day, too. And this is a little off topic, but I'm going to say it anyway. The violence that was in this movie contrasted to the violence of the other movies. So he was still pretty violent in X2. He still was cutting through people. They just didn't show the blood and stuff like that. But you're also looking at that through a film uh, from the prospect of this kid's school, this thing. And maybe that's just how we saw things. But now, now we're, there's the, the the kid's gloves are off and now you're – you know, I can even see it like if you're looking at this through Logan's eyes that maybe this is how he remembered it. Like maybe there wasn't blood and guts and maybe there wasn't. This is how he saw it. And then he goes into this Logan movie and the world's crap. It's just crap, and everything in his life's crap, and 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 nothing good's really really. You look at this movie, and you don't see anything good in his life until X twenty three comes around. Like even trying to get that boat, remember? I think the lady was like raised the price of it. So this is how he sees the world now, in its in its in its finality, in its in its grittiness, and it's in this. You could have made this movie black and white, and it would have even been that much grittier. You know, like it had that much rough and detail to it. There might and be so, a black and white version on the Blu-ray. Will there really? Yeah. Oh wow. That's awesome. I didn't know that. But that's awesome. Because <laughs> I could see this as this really noir black and white kind of film because it's just it just has that, that that finality. So even if you look at it from like a perspective view, like this is when he was at the school and now this is the like end of the world, like twenty nine years later and nothing's good. Mutants are gone and now it's just gr- – so I think even if we would have had a little bit of blood or violence in the second movie, it wouldn't have fit in as well as it did. It fit in in this movie. It really – it didn't make the movie like I thought it was going to. Like I thought the blood and the violence was going to make this movie, you know. But it just fit in. It was almost like a a natural progression of the movie. Well, yeah. I know. It, it felt I'm like talking like about good things was, again.
0: It felt like it was what was needed in the place that the world was in at this point. <laughs> It was like yeah. either kill or be killed, you know, so that's why it yeah. was a lot more hardcore.
1: It, but that being said, it was weird. Like, I didn't understand why they were running. I mean, who was really hunting them down? Because I mean, they really only were being hunted because of X-23. If he would have gave X-23 away, pff, they would have just left him alone. Yeah. I, I didn't understand who or what they were. Were they running away from Charles because of did he just not only kill mut- the, the students at the school? Did he well, get out to the town? They wanted was, Charles. Because a saying, weapon,
0: right? They said Charles was considered a weapon of mass destruction after he killed there all those people. There you go. Okay.
1: That's I didn't why understand they had
0: that. I guess.
1: Until, you know, I get to the fact that what were they running from? I thought maybe he was getting the boat to get him to a safe area where if he did have seizures, the chances of him hurting anybody was very slim, right? Right, yeah. Um, that's how I looked at it. But then I realized. There's a sense of urgency, like he needs to run away from something. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why when 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 Donald Pierce first showed up and he said, "You got the is this where you could keep the professor?" and he's like, no, nah, he died a year ago." You know, like he, he yeah. made that shit up. You know, because yeah, they I mean the government had been looking for him. That's why they had him kept out in that damn like little water cooler thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, but so I mean, I didn't, I didn't. I would, I would say that all in all. There's not a lot for me to hate about the movie, but those are really my big ones. My, like I said, I think the biggest one for me was the real lack of a villain, though.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I, You know, and normally I'd be right there with you, but I feel like this gave enough of villains, and this was more story-based around Logan and and Charles, that I didn't really need anything else. It just worked. Yeah. And typically I, it wouldn't.
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: so i get where you're coming from and normally but, i would feel that do you
1: agree that you really can't call this the best superhero movie of I, all time I,
0: yeah i would not call it that um you know, or near, I, I'm really a superhero trying...
1: movie cut. I don't really see it that way.
0: I mean, it is a superhero movie just because it's Wolverine, and it, isn't, and it is and an poppers. X-Men film, too. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, this is the best X-Men film, too. I don't even know if I would go that far. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out where I would place it if I ranked all of the X-Men movies.
1: I, I couldn't do it right now for you. I, I really I, couldn't. I think I would to see it again.
0: I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do it right now based off that. I know a lot of people are like, this is the best X-Men movie, hands down. I don't know. I'd have to see everything again. Um but it's an excellent movie and let, oh, let's so let's 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 head towards kind of wrapping it up and you know giving our final take and our score um once again like i said for me this movie's fantastic my favorite movie of the year so far i can't wait to see where this kind of shuffles as we get more into the summer and everything else but um an excellent movie my first 5 out of 5 for 2017 from the am i on the air show um it's great. We only do a couple of them a year usually, <laughs> um, but this this locks it down for me easily. Um, there's Like I said, there's not much that I could change about it, and that's what what else would it be than a five after five for me, um, just based on that alone. I, I can't tell you what else needed to be added to get a better score. Um, the acting's incredible the action's incredible um, the story is incredible and it takes you places you didn't think it would go we see the final chapter for two of our most beloved characters in this franchise and they they went there and they did it and they did an amazing job so 5 out of 5 for me absolutely love this film go out and check it out what do you got?
1: Well, you know, I actually hadn't thought about is this the, my best movie I saw this year, and I started to think about John Wick, and I still think uh, – you're, you're, I think you're right. I, I do think this oh, was – Oh, you're right.
0: This is not the first 5 out of 5 of 2017. Yeah, you gave John, John Wick, Wick a 5 Wick out of
1: 5. John
0: yeah. a 5 out of 5. My bad. Much respect to John Wick Chapter 2.
1: But I actually think I like this better, and I gave it a 5 out of 5, John Wick 5 out of 5, but I gave this one a 4 out of 5. Yeah. I, I – I... I know it's kind of weird now that I now that you put it in that perspective. But I think I think my experience in this one was totally different. So it's kinda of hard for me to compare the two. Yeah. You know? Um but I give it a four out of five. It's a solid movie. It it's a beautiful movie. It's worth seeing over and over again. Um I I don't I I can't honestly say no, I can't even say this is the best X-Men movie. I'd, I'd have to see it again, but yeah, definitely go see it. Definitely see it and see it again and support it and and, and make it the best Logan movie, you can, Wolverine movie. M- show your love to 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 these two actors who, and especially Hugh Jackman. I mean, I, I love Patrick Stewart. He's ever since Star Trek. Don't get me wrong. um, But Logan has put his whole entire career and life into this one character and and as is, is given as all he's gotten, and I feel like we owe it to him to just keep seeing this movie and keep building it up and keep making it what it is. Because it's a beautiful movie. If it was a piece of crap, i tell you, uh, don't go see it. But, oh, man, it's it's a really good movie. Go see it. Yeah, it,
0: it is. And, you know, hashtag thank you, you Jackman, once again. Definitely. Uh, you know, thank you for everything. I mean, I love the fact, once again, that this dude did it for us. He did it for the fans. He loves playing this character. He knows what it means to him. He knows what it means to his career. And he knows that he'd really probably be nothing without being Logan. So um, I think the fact that he's stuck around for this long and he's been Logan for 17 years. Whatever you're doing, stop doing it, please. (laughs) It's making a ton of noise. Um, But, yeah, you know, it was just an incredible send-off and an excellent... Not many actors get to do their final curtain call and that's what you no, got to do yeah. in this one literally his way and we saw him walk into the mansion for the first time and meet the little bald professor in the wheelchair and then we got to see them both go out in style in this excellent movie here um, will we ever see them in these roles again who knows like I said Professor X you might see him pop up either on Legion over on the FX network you might see him pop up in a Deadpool movie or this might be the end as far as Hugh Jackman goes, he swears this is the end unless um, Marvel makes a deal, Disney Marvel makes a deal with Fox and oh, okay. uh, they can bring him into yeah, the Avengers. That. If they <laughs> can bring him into the Avengers, then he will renegotiate that contract and come on back to have a chance to be in the Avengers, uh, which would be awesome. It would be funny if they made a deal just for him and not the other X-Men, <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I don't see that happening. They're not going to make a deal with Fox, so don't get your hopes up. But that is—he's always wanted that. He's talked about that for years. Uh, that he wanted—that he hates not being a part of the Avengers. Um, but I don't know if we'll ever see him again. I know definitely. I don't think. I don't think we'll ever see him again. in Another X Men movie or Logan movie, Wolverine movie. Um, I still hold out hope that he might pop up in a Deadpool two. Like I said, I don't know how I feel about it after seeing this movie. But if they, once again, the timeline is shifted. And, you know, Deadpool takes place in our current day. So, we could see a younger Wolverine at a different point in his life. Why not? Um, I know Ryan Reynolds is pushing him hard to do it. I don't think he wants to do a little cameo. um, But, they've talked about doing an actual full movie with Logan and Deadpool. And I think that would be awesome. And I... Maybe could see him coming out and doing it because he's really good friends with Ryan Reynolds and Ryan's pretty persistent, so he might be able to talk him into it. But who knows? We'll have to we'll
1: have to wait and see on that one. I, I would just I just feel like it might cheapen this if he does. That's just it, 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 I don't
0: know because of the timeline aspect and the fact that this this takes place in twenty twenty nine. So it doesn't take away from that because the, if Deadpool came after the fact, then I'd be like, yeah, it just made Logan irrelevant. But it doesn't if it's you know takes place in 2015 or 20 you know 2017 whatever you know and it's it's before those events happen i don't know it probably won't happen but we'll see never say never in this business so but once again, hashtag, thank you, Jackman. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being the Logan that we all needed, the Logan we all wanted. And this episode is in dedication to the Wolverine. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, we we had a great time with this movie. It's an awesome movie. Five out of five for me, four out of five for Geeky Pat. Go out and check it out. It's the number one movie in the world. It made $88 million at the domestic box office over opening weekends. The biggest um, R-rated movie opening in March ever and it's made almost 300 million worldwide already which is pretty awesome cuz i think the budget of this thing was it was like maybe 80 million it's not that big of a budget on this one and um they've already made all that back so um it's a you know the last wolverine movie opened to 50 55 56 million and this one opened to 88 and everybody was afraid of that R messing with it so See what happens when you make a good rated R movie People will go see it So um, it's doing awesome I can't wait to see what it does again this week at the box office It is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes I believe it's sitting at like a 95% So people love it The critics love it We love it Go out and check out Logan in a Theater near you I want to thank my guest here, Mr. Geeky Pat. You can follow him on Twitter at Geeky underscore Pat on Twitter. Of course, check out his uh, webpage, geekypatsbroadcasting.com. Um, and, uh, you know, I always check him out here on Am I Still in the Airs and whenever we decide to do another Red Dragons Assemble episode. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully soon. Uh, but thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. It's a and- blast. And for me, of course, you can always follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Follow the show at Am I On The Air. This is Am I Still On The Air. We'll be back um, within the next couple days or so with another new Am I On The Air. Uh, we'll be talking some Kong Skull Island coming up here. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to some Logan talk. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Red